Hey, what's happening all you rock and roll enthusiasts and music lovers? You've just tuned in to Riffs and Rebels, the story of rock. It's the podcast that's about to take you on an unforgettable journey through the thrilling history of rock and roll. I'm your host, Adam Lowry, and I couldn't be more excited to embark on this musical adventure with you. I'm a fan of many musical genres, but for as long as I can remember, I've had an affinity for rock and roll. I grew up in a small Tennessee town just north of Memphis, and I was steeped in the down-home rhythm and pulse of all the greats who tore down walls, opened doors, and set the stage for generations of rockers to come. Imagine yourself in the smoky bars of the Deep South, where the beats of rhythm and blues met the twang of country guitars. Picture the electrifying performances of Elvis Presley, the rebellious energy of Little Richard, and the unbounded spirituality of Aretha Franklin. This is the world of rock and roll, a genre that didn't just change the way we listen to music, it changed the way we experience life itself. In this series, I intend to uncover the roots of rock and roll, tracing it back to dance halls, gospel choirs, and Delta blues. We'll relive the birth of rock and roll. We'll delve into not only the meteoric rise of Elvis Presley, but we'll shine a spotlight on the icons who shaped this genre. Chuck Berry, Ike Turner, Buddy Holly, and a whole host of others who rocked their way into the hearts of millions. We'll also cross the Atlantic and talk about the British invasion, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Who, Led Zeppelin, the legendary bands who not only changed the course of music, but also cemented rock and roll as a global phenomenon. And finally, I want to take you on a journey through the counterculture, the rise of alternative rock, and the genre's continued evolution to the 21st century. My friend Al Swacker will be joining as we discuss some of the roots and the rockabilly influence of early rock. So, whether you're a die-hard rock aficionado or someone just discovering the magic of rock and roll, this is your podcast. Get ready to be educated, entertained, and inspired as we explore the history, culture, and legacy of the genre that rocked the world. And all you crazy rockers out there, welcome to Riffs and Rebels, the podcast that is about to take you on a crazy ride through the history of rock and roll. My name is Adam, I'll be your host. Joining me in the studio today is KDHX legend Al Swacker. So go to tune your guitars up, or don't, 
Because if it sounds perfect, it ain't rock and roll. <laughs> Let's dig in. Joining me today is my good friend, Al Swacker. Al is the host of Greaser's Lunchbox on St. Louis's own KDHX, which is an amazing show, by the way. Lots of great shows on KDHX, but Greaser's Lunchbox is certainly my favorite, and it certainly can be the, the soundtrack for this, this podcast. So thanks for being here, Al. Adam, I really appreciate hello. it. Thanks for having me here today. This is fun. My favorite subject to talk about, of course. Rock and roll. And today yeah, we are rock. talking early roots rock, Al. Riffs and Rebels, which I think is a great title, <laughs> by the way. Oh, excellent. Well, thank you very much, man. So you've been at KDHX for... It'll be for 25 how? years in January. 25 years in Sorry, January. Started January 5th, 1999. Wow. Two hours a week for a, a lot of weeks. Thinking if I would have been paid for that, I'd, a, dollar a, sh- a dollar an hour, wow. I'd be doing all right. Yeah. yeah, I guess we should mention that all the DJs at KDHX are volunteers, so... You know that all the, the DJs, uh, including out here, are very passionate about the, the shows that they host and put together. Because uh, he doesn't just host it. He actually you know, puts it all together. You said it's all me. Excellent. And that, that's so awesome. And what exactly would Greaser's Lunchbox have to do with rock and roll, man? So uh, it was originally a rockabilly show, which a lot of people claim, you know, like Wanda Jackson said, they called it rockabilly long before they called it rock and roll. What is rock and roll? What is rock and roll? That was basically, uh, you know, hillbilly music that people could dance to, simple stuff. It was hillbillies playing the blues, pretty much. Well, I'm sitting in water with matchbox on my clothes. Well, I'm South lived with a lot of poor black people down in the South, too. They didn't have televisions or Xbox or anything like that to entertain themselves, so they sit on the front porch, play guitars, play pianos, and sing old traditional songs. Of course, the earliest forms of American pop music was slave songs, singing in the field to pass the day, a lot of call and response, mm-hmm. which eventually turned into, there was two different types of early blues. There was country blues and city blues. Country blues would be like Robert Johnson sitting there with his guitar singing. City blues would be more piano-oriented. And of course, even before that, or at the same time, they had the ragtime, which was, you know, people would make these piano rags and play with Scott Joplin right here from St. Louis, probably the most famous of all of them. And then there, of course, came along Dixieland, it was the first time jazz was used, and it was spelled J-A-S-S, the Dixieland Jazz Band. Mm-hmm. Well, once recording came along, the, um, the entrepreneurs in the entertainment industry out there in Hollywood found out that uh, they could make money by recording these discs and, and selling them at State Records, and it was a very racist organization at the time, actually, when the blues records were called race records, and they wouldn't sell them to white people. Right. You would have these jazz clubs all over the country where the performers could not even be customers in the places where they performed. They, like places like the Cotton Club in Harlem, mm-hmm. where all black performers and all white patrons 
and it didn't go any other way until his name was Ahmet Erdogan and he loved jazz music and he was the first one that would have black and white artists mix because they could do it at the Turkish consulate because it wasn't technically American property where mm -hmm. they did it. So he would have people like Benny Goodman and Count Basie playing on the same night in the same place. The audiences could be black and white. There was nothing any of the uh, bigots that were running the show could do anything about it. He ended up uh, founding Atlantic Records, of course, and discovering people like Ray Charles and you know, bringing over bands like Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and, and probably the biggest record label out there. Mm -hmm. uh, World War II hits, and you had these Bobby Soxers love to dance to their boogie woogie and their, their jazz, their bebop, their, their swing music. Uh, the baby boom hit. In the 1950s, all of a sudden, suburban America came about, and you had teenagers with disposable income. And it was very easy to go buy these 45s and play them. And that's probably how rock and roll began. There's, to me, there's like four or five different aspects of it. You, you, you could buy, like I said, the rockabilly stuff, the hillbilly stuff from the South, which was Sun Records, Carl Perkins, Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, like that. But then you also had uh, the, the rhythm and blues, as well, things like Ray Charles, we came from a gospel background. And then there was the doo-wop, the Philadelphia kids on the street corners that would sing in harmony together. But it all kind of had the same formula that was going on. And then came along Alan Freed, of course, the Moondog Show in Cleveland, Ohio. The history of music in America, it, it continues to this day. The kids love it, the parents hate it. To me, that makes it rock and roll. If the parents hate it, you listen to the right thing. It's a mixture of... Uh, gospel, blues, jazz, country music, uh, bluegrass. Uh, basically, uh, it's a backbeat. <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. It's simple, it's fun, and it's it's danceable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, not to mention, it should be dangerous. It should be edgy, and it should offend some people. And in today's society. People don't like to, to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it does. If your parents like it, it's you're probably listening to the wrong music. <laughs> there it is. Teenagers of all ages, right? That's right. Bringing out your inner teenager for 25 years. That's Al's signature right there. Excellent, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you again, man. Thank sure. you so much for stopping, stopping by and chatting with me. It's been pretty fun. Yeah, that is a wrap for this edition of Riffs and Rebels. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me. Make sure you tune in next time when I take you across the pond and tell you about that British invasion. Until then, keep on rocking. See ya. happening in all you rockets welcome to riffs and rebels the story of rock the 
Today I'm going to take you for a ride on the Rock and Roll Express. I'm your conductor, Adam Lowry. So get those tickets ready. All aboard! Keeps on chugging on. Chugga chugga choo choo. Hey, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for listening. My name's Adam. We'll catch you next time on Riffs and Rebels. Keep on rocking. <laughs>